Well, good morning, everyone. Uh, my name's Simon. I'm the senior minister here at Kings of Anglican Church. This is the end of my first year at, uh, at this parish, and it's been a great year to be um, part of it. So if you're, uh, if you're a new face here today, and I look new to you, then, then that's my gift to you at Christmas, a new face at the front. <laughs> Uh, it's time for us to look uh, at God's Word. We've, um, we've heard the Bible reading, Ron uh, read to us from Matthew chapter 2, uh, of that very first Christmas, and uh, we're going to spend some time just looking at uh, what... You know, Mary often gets some time at Christmas, and the shepherds get some time at Christmas. Uh, even Herod gets time at Christmas. But uh, Joseph is our focus today. We're going to look at what the angels said to Joseph on this very first Christmas. Uh, and so... Oh, Oh, hi, Kevin. Well, what you doing over there, Simon? Well, Kevin, I'm actually just about to preach a sermon to the grown-ups. And, uh, um, oh, and, sorry. Yeah, you, you've had your time this morning, Kevin. It's my time. Well, can I just show you something really quick? Well, I mean, we're on a tight schedule here. People have to go home and open presents and get their ham and turkey ready. Oh, but it's really quick. Is it really quick? Please. Pretty please with sugar on top? Okay, right. Show me, Kevin, what oh. you got. What have you got for me? Oh, sorry, everybody. Um Oh, this one's even heavier than the paper. What have you got? Oh, can I help you? Can you help me? Okay. What is... Uh, okay. I got this. I made it. It's a mangy thing. Oh, you made this mangy thing. <laughs> um, did you do this all by yourself, Kevin? All by myself. How, how old are you, Kevin? Six. Yeah. You should... I mean, did you have any parent supervision? No. No. Um, Kevin, I love it. I love it. You do? I really love it. Sure? I don't know what it is. Oh, um, no. Do you like it? Well, you don't like it, so maybe I don't like it. Maybe, maybe I need to throw it away and start again. Um, that's an option. That is an option, yeah. Sometimes you do need to throw things away and start all over again. Sometimes things just don't work out the way you'd hope them to be. And a bit of a disaster, perhaps. Oh, I don't want to hurt a, little, a six-year-old's feelings this morning, but um, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. This bit moves, and this bit moves. Um, it, You're very moved. Okay, come Warren. on with something. But yeah, sometimes you've got to throw things away and start all over again. A bit like when you drop food on the ground. It's oh, done. You've got. It's you fine. You just count to five and get it before it comes. Um, before five. How many? Five. Five. <laughs> Five. <laughs> Not three. Can you show us three? Three. <laughs> Remember, um, I'm six. Okay. <laughs> uh, Kevin, you're a laugh. Um, but, but what if you what if you're at the beach and you at, at at Pondi and you've got your ice cream and your ice cream falls on the sand? What are you going to do about that? I might cry. <laughs> Just as much as I did when you talked about my mangy thing. Yeah, I'm sorry. I mean, you've still got stickers on it. It's got the, bar, the barcode from Bunnings. It's still there. Um, Bunnings! <laughs> uh, so the ice cream on the sand, what are you going to do with that? Well, I'm not going to eat that. That would no. be a bit scratchy. Throw it away and start again. Throw now, it listen, away and listen, start Kevin, again. Listen, um, Kevin, this is great. You know, we're about to look at the Bible and, uh, and about Joseph. And Joseph was a carpenter. Do you, remember, do you know that? Joseph was a carpenter. Maybe uh, he could help me. He might be able to help you. I don't know how we would do that, but uh, he, he might be. And uh, Joseph was a carpenter, and we know a little bit about Joseph from the Bible. Uh, he seemed to be a very studious man, a, a well-behaved man. I reckon as a carpenter, I reckon he would have been the kind of guy who measures twice and cuts once. 
Measure twice, cut once. How many times did you measure, Kevin? I measured no times. No times. <laughs> and I cut many times. You've cut lots of times. Some of them don't even look like... Look, Kevin, I, this is beautiful. This, what do you want to do with this? I might throw it away and start again. You might do that? I don't know. Maybe. I'll see. What do you think we should do? We'll give it back to Kevin. Right. Kevin, can I get on with my sermon now? Thank you. Thank you. All right, thanks for looking. No, thanks, Kevin. Thank you so much for that. Yes, yeah, so Joseph. Joseph had a dilemma. Joseph was uh, a man of God. We, just, from the, just from the small bits of scripture we know about Joseph, uh, he was a man who loved God, uh, loved the law, and wanted to do what was right. He was a, he, he was a carpenter. We, we know that. And, uh, and he was betrothed to be married to a young girl named Mary. All these things come straight from the scriptures. And we get the impression that he was, he was a, a lovely, wise, godly man. Uh, a simple life living up in Nazareth, not, not in the rich city, but far off in the country. And, uh, and wanted to live, settle down with Mary, uh, one wife, one workshop, and loving the Lord and very simple. What a, what a sweet, sweet story. Uh, the thing about stories is that they are only interesting if there's a problem. And the problem that entered Joseph's world was from his limited information, it seemed to him that sin had impacted his world. That the lovely girl that he was betrothed to be married to had become pregnant. And in Joseph's understanding of the information that he had at the time, he had the dilemma of what to do with Mary. The dilemma of what to do with sin in this situation. Uh, and so it says in the scriptures that he, uh, he, he loved the law, he cared about the law, and he cared about Mary. And so rather than make a big spectacle of Mary and to shame her and to get her into the, the centre of the city and have everyone uh, um, yell and scream at her, he decided, as the Bible says, to, uh, to, to divorce her quietly. Let's look at what the scripture says there. He says, because Joseph, her husband was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace. He had in mind to divorce her quietly. Oh, I wonder what happens next. What happens next, Kevin? An angel appeared. Why would you say an angel appears next, Kevin? Well, because it's a Christmas story <laughs> and because I told it earlier. Weren't you listening? I was listening and it was very good. Uh, um, Look, this is what it said. This is what the angel said. You are to give here. Can you read that, Kevin? It's upside down. <laughs> uh, you are you to are... get this is like another puppet show I used to grow up listening to. You are the, to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. That's what the angel said to to um to Joseph. That's right. That's hey, right. How's the woodwork project going? Mm, still has some work to do, but <laughs> I've decided not to throw it away. I've decided to salvage it. Okay, great. Well, can you... I'll leave you to it. All right, I'm going to get back to work. Excellent. Thanks, Kevin. Okay. Thanks, Kevin. Um, so the angel... An angel appeared. Kevin's right. This is a Christmas story, and the angels uh, frequently turned up to let this key people know what God's plan is. And the angel said to Joseph that the plan is for you to stay with Mary. You are to not divorce her. You are to remain with her. You are to be with her, uh, Joseph. To, re to remain as her betrothed husband and to care for her as she cares for the one and only Son of God that God had sent into the world to save us. Uh, Joseph was informed that this is not a mistake. This is not mischief. This is a miracle. 
This is the majesty of God come down to be with us. This is not just another sinner that's entering the world, that Mary's about to give birth to another human being, yet another sinner, a descendant of Adam and a descendant of Eve, uh, who in our heart of hearts know what it's like to do life on our own terms and not listening to God. Now, this was not another sinner. This is the saviour. This is the one who is not going to add more problems to this world, but to save this world from all its problems. This is the message that Joseph is given from the angel. Uh, and, and, uh, and so, yes, this is not another sinner. This is a saviour. The dilemma that, um, that, that Joseph wrestled with is a micro version of the dilemma that God wrestles with. You see, Joseph thought that he was wrestling with uh, sin that had entered his life and had turned his life upside down. We all know what that's like, don't we? To set off in our, our, our life and have expectations and dreams and hopes, only to have the complications of, of this world, relationships and disappointments and, and setbacks interrupt our life. Joseph thought that was the type of inter interruption that he had, but God said, no, this is not a setback, this is a step forward for all of humanity. God, on the other hand, has been wrestling with sin for thousands and thousands of years. Ever since Adam and Eve took from that fruit and ate it, sin had entered the world and the curse of sin had been damaging life ever since. And so God wrestles with sin, has been wrestling with sin, what to do with humanity. You see, if Joseph's dilemma is, what do I do with Mary? God's dilemma is, what do I do with the human race? What, how do I deal with this? God has an option to put us, to put us away. A great divorce, to walk away from humanity, to scrap it all like that uh, project that Kevin's been working on or, this, or the ice cream that's fallen on the sand, to scrap it, declare it a failure and to go and start all over again. What is God to do with the sin of mankind? Well, we know we're all here on Christmas Day. We know what he does. We know the answer to this story. That rather than walk away from us to divorce us and to declare us unfixable, God himself enters the world. God came to save us from our sins, not by help, helping us to do better at life, but actually to bring the righteous one, the sinless one, to do life well and to go all the way to the cross to lay down his life so that we could have peace with God, so that our relationship with God is not broken like a damaged marriage, but, but beautiful and harmonious, like one who has reached out and said, I, I love you regardless of what you have done. And so... God's action of love into this world is what helps us to celebrate Christmas every year and every day of every year as we remember that Jesus has come into the world to save us. Well, this actually leads us to what's the, the so what. I mean, the, that God saves this world through Jesus is a, is a big wow moment, uh, that it's not up to us to reach God's level of perfection because God comes down to us and, and scoops us and says, I will save you. I will make you righteous through the blood of Christ. But in the story, Joseph actually, uh, actually Lee, um, uh, responds to this message with faith. You see, Joseph took Mary as his wife. He believed the word of God that had come to him. And in faith, he travels with Mary to Bethlehem. And when they arrive there, uh, the, Mary gives birth to Jesus, to this little boy, and Joseph names him Joseph Jr. <laughs> or not my child. <laughs> no, he names him Jesus, which means 
the Lord saves. The Lord saves. And so, friends, as we've actually considered Joseph's dilemma, we know that Joseph's dilemma is not really a problem. But he had to decide to, to travel with Mary. We see that this is a parallel to God's greater problem of his dilemma with sin, that he has to, that God chooses to walk with us, not to divorce us. Joseph responded to God's gift with faith, and he named the baby Jesus. I've done it! It's finished! You've done oh. it, it's finished. I can't wait. I've done it. I can't wait to Can see I it. Show you it again? You've got you've given me a mangy thing for Christmas. Is that yeah. right? Wait, 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 I'll get it. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah. Can you help me? I got, I got it. I got it. Yep. Hello. I've made this mangy thing wow. again. Wow. Look at that, Kevin. Yeah. That's amazing. Look at that. I cut, I cut twice and measured once this time. You, you cut twice and measured once. You're getting there. You're getting there. You measured at least once. That's good. Wow, that's great. That's great. That is a, a beautiful, it's not a mangy thing anymore, is it, Kevin? It's a manger. And it's for you. It's for me. Merry Christmas, Simon. Oh, thank you, Kevin. I love that. I love that. Merry Christmas. Thanks, man. All right. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Bye, Kevin. Uh, friends, what a wonderful image we have left for, left for us. God came to us, not in a chariot, not in a, a Rolls Royce. He didn't come in a kingdom and he done, didn't come uh, as a megastar. He didn't have lots of subscribes and likes. He wasn't famous uh, initially. He, he came to earth um, born by uh, some very, uh, very low economic uh, parents of Mary and Joseph. But they loved the Lord and the Lord loved them and cared for them and gave not just them a baby boy, but gave the world the one and only Jesus. The Lord saves. He is God with us. Emmanuel. Not God running far away from us, but the God with us. Friends, Merry Christmas. I hope that today uh, you are blessed with your family, your friends. Friends, please do not leave today and forget what we've been reminded. That God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him will not perish, but will have eternal life. Let me pray. Dear Lord, we thank you so much for not divorcing us, not running away from us, Lord, not leaving us barren and without a hope or a knowledge of why we're here. But we thank you that you've spoken to the world and you've sent your one and only son into this world. We thank you that this day on Christmas, we're able to stop and reflect on the very truth that we can remember every day of every year, that you love us and you've displayed your love for us, and that while we were still sinners, you sent your son into the world and Christ died for us. Father, I pray that you'd speak to our hearts Give us a sense of joy this Christmas, knowing that you have shared with us the great joy of peace with you. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. And we're going to continue in prayer. I'm going to continue to lead us in prayer. We'll pray for our world and those struggling at this time. Uh, we'll pray for our family who don't know the Lord for beach missions happening around the country and we'll praise God for his great love shown to us at Christmas. We're going to